I bet you guys would love for me to do an episode that didn't involve this gender crap that's going on in our world right now. And trust me, there is nothing I would rather talk about than this gender crap that is infiltrating our society. However, it is infiltrating every nook and cranny of our society, every inch of our country. We need to understand it so that we can fight back. We need to understand the enemy that we're fighting against. Just last week, the United Nations came out with a report that says minor children can consent to sex and that anti-trans activism should be criminalized. I guess that would mean me. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. I'm also the founder of Conservative Ladies of America, which began in Washington State as Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen who are working hard to encourage, empower, and equip citizens to understand what's going on in our country and in our world so that they can take real action to fight back and to create change in their local community, in their state, and in our country. You can learn more about the work that we are doing and how you can contribute and get involved by heading over to our website, conservativeladiesofamerica.com. That's conservativeladiesofamerica.com. And we also have in Washington, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. And we hope to be coming to a state near you very soon. We are working on having a chapter in each of our 50 states so that we can do this work all over America. Well, more crazy news. It seems like every day is a new level of crazy. Yesterday, I was reading about a United Nations report um, that says minors can now consent to sex and that we should decriminalize uh, pedophilia, essentially. Um, The United Nations, uh, which receives around $12 billion of uh, its funding from American taxpayers, published a report that declares that children can consent to sex in fact, if not in law, and that this should be reflected in the enforcement or rather non-enforcement of age of consent laws. The report by the International Commission of Jurists was launched by the Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights and the Joint United Nations Program on HIV and AIDS on International Women's Day and centers chiefly on how criminal law should be applied or not applied to sexual activities. The report states consensual sexual conduct, irrespective of the type of sexual activity, the sex, gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression of the people involved or their marital status may not be criminalized in any circumstances. The report also adds that consensual same-sex as well as consensual different-sex sexual relations or consensual sexual relationships with or between trans, non-binary, and other gender-diverse people or outside marriage, whether premarital or extramarital, may therefore never be criminalized. Do you see what the agenda is yet? This is... I mean, this is like of biblical proportions. This is stuff that we read in the Bible. This is Sodom and Gomorrah kind of stuff. And I think for a lot of citizens, it's really almost too much to process uh, because we do see it as contained to 
uh, the Bible or to movies or fictional works. We don't see this kind of evil really playing out in our day. And yet here it is, it's in our face. And, um, you know, I kind of was thinking about like my response to 9-11. I was watching TV that morning that it happened. And when you see a plane crash into a building, it's very surreal. Your brain can't really make that connection of this is really happening. And what does that mean? There's people inside that building. The building's on fire. How are the people going to get out? You don't start thinking about that. You just see plane into building that doesn't happen. This to me feels really similar in that we've got these these kinds of laws being made, um, state level, national level, obviously um, United Nations level, where it's very evil stuff. The, they are doing very evil things to our children. They want to legalize pedophilia. And if you track anything that's been going on in the United States with this stuff, you know, you've got, you can't say pedophile anymore. You can't say groomer. They are now minor attracted persons because you can't offend them. We're talking about child sex offenders, pedophiles. We can't offend them anymore. I mean, this is stuff that it's like, it's like watching a plane fly into a building. This can't possibly be happening. And yet here we are, it is happening. And I keep talking about it because it's such a, this is a fight and no one is safe from this. Your kids aren't safe. Your grandkids aren't safe. Your future kids aren't safe. Your friends aren't safe. Your neighbors aren't safe. No one is safe from this. Um, you know, I am moving to Florida. As you probably know, if you're a listener, I'm moving to Sarasota. Well, I saw today on Twitter, one of the um, Floridian accounts I follow was talking about what's happening at Sarasota Memorial Hospital and that they have this um, LGBTQ plus inclusive healthcare training. You know, I know that it infiltrates all parts of the country and I know Florida is not um, immune to this a very real Marxist communist agenda that we've got going on. But still you see it and you're like, oh man, now we got to fight it there too. Um, which I was planning to, right? Like I'm going to Florida. I'm going to be in the fight. I'm going to fight with these people to keep it out of there. And that's what I preach to you guys is that wherever you are, you've got to fight this. Not just your kids, but wherever you work, if you work in the hospital and you have to go to this LGBTQ plus healthcare training, or you work at Google or Amazon or Microsoft, and you have to go to their diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings, um, and learn how to use pronouns and not how, not dead name people. It's, you cannot escape this. It is truly everywhere. And so circling back to this hospital in Sarasota, Florida, People were really up in arms about this because they thought it was mandatory and, and the hospital came out with, well, it's not mandatory, it's optional, although they didn't say that it was optional. So if they didn't, if your employer didn't say it was optional, you'd probably assume that it was something that you had to do. But here's the problem with a hospital, people who are supposed to be all about the science are saying that men can be women, women can be men. Um, they're totally going against biology. We are blurring the lines of not just, we are obliterating truth. We are obliterating reality. And so you have this agenda and it's not a group of people because there are a lot of 
gay and lesbian and bisexual people who aren't trying to indoctrinate people with this queer theory ideology, this Marxism. This is a, a movement to get people to deny reality and to deny the truth. And we have to push back against that. And I had a conversation this morning with um, a parent who reached out to me in the Western Washington area who's got kids in a Catholic school. And he said, you know, I put my kids in this school because I wanted to make sure that they were actually getting an academic education. They were learning how to read, how to write. Um, They were learning math and science, and they weren't being indoctrinated with this stuff that we see in our public schools. And he was really upset because he found in his child's classroom that up with the um, American flag, the teacher had um, different kinds of gender um, and sexuality flags and a Black Lives Matter flags. And, you know, there was it's like, you know, no hate. Hate is not welcome here. You know, something along those lines. This is a Catholic school. In our conversation, I, you know, he was really disturbed because so many of the parents, he said, are going along with this. I believe it's because people have really been guilted. If you don't subscribe to these, this alternate reality that this um, agenda is being pushed, and a lot of times it's being pushed by straight white people. Um, let's be really clear about that. And if you don't subscribe to it, then you are a bigot, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe, you're whatever name that they want to call you, or you're a right-wing extremist. Um, And so people cave because they don't want to be called names. They don't want to be a hater. And I I challenge that because I don't hate the person. I hate the act of what you are trying to do to these children, what you're trying to do to me, that you are trying to force me into your agenda, into your alternate reality, into your falsehoods that are not true. And if I don't say the line, if I don't go along with your way of thinking, then that makes me a hateful person. No. And we have to start standing up to that. You have to be willing. And and I, you know, long before this was such a hot topic, I was willing to lose friends over this. And that's where you have to be. You have to be willing to lose friends over stating the truth. And you can say the truth in a loving way. You can say, I don't, I'm not against the person, but I'm against when you push your agenda on me and my children and our society, forcing us to say that a man is a woman. You know, look at what's happening with women's sports. Where are the feminists? You know, we've got men um, winning women's sports championships. And, you know, these radical Marxist communists, I don't even know what to call them anymore. They are bullying the people in power, the politicians, the elected officials into doing what they want them to do and doing away with women's sports. I saw on Twitter this morning where you can't, I think it was Chad Prather, and he said, you, you can't use the word sportsmanship anymore because it has the word man in it. And yet men can play women's sports. So it's all quite confusing and they don't even make sense. It's hard to know up from down. It truly feels like we are living in the upside down. But people need to understand where we are 
and that this isn't just weird. It's not just inconvenient. This, this is truly a fight. And three years ago in the summer of 2020, we saw Antifa taking over cities all over America with their agenda and burning down cities and rioting and looting and killing cops over, you know, the George Floyd stuff. And really what has happened is I believe that the whole COVID thing was like the launching pad for all of this right? They shut us down and they got people into this um, compliance and into this habit of complying with whatever the government told you to. And so it was kind of the COVID, in my opinion, was the setup for what was coming next, which is what we're seeing right now. This truly, it's a communist agenda. And if you live in a state like Washington, Oregon, California, you're seeing that communism really being carried out in the lawmaking process. And so we had what happened, the rioting and the Antifa and the, you know, all that domestic terrorism of 2020 really then started to morph into what I call Trantifa, um, this trans uh, cult. And people get mad at me when I call it a trans cult because that means I'm against trans people. No, I'm against this, this Trantifa. I'm against this domestic terrorism that is gripping our society and people are afraid to say so because if they do then they are against trans people now I personally don't believe that you can be trans I would never hate a trans person but if you come after my family you're going to have a fight on your hands and that is what this movement has done. They have come after our families. They have come after our children. And you're seeing the same kind of people that you saw in Antifa in the summer of 2020. You are seeing those same people showing up at um, protests and rallies. Um, yesterday in Florida at the Capitol, the Moms for Liberty of Florida had their day at the Capitol and they were um, working with legislators and having events and having speeches. And, and it was a very nice event. And the Trantifa people showed up and were um, bullying and intimidating and threatening these moms who are just there trying to protect their children. You know, it wasn't that long ago that most people in our society agreed that children under a certain age were incapable of making certain decisions. Uh, we still, in most places, don't allow children under 18 to vote or buy cigarettes or um, get tattoos. Uh, there's a lot of things that we don't let kids do because their brains aren't matured enough. But this is the one thing. They can cut off their penis. They can cut off their boobs if they're under 18. They're Somehow they're mature enough to make that decision. But they can't make other decisions. You're seeing these drag shows, adult entertainment for children, infiltrating small communities um, throughout the United States. I've got, I, get, I get people sending me stuff every day of, hey, this is my small, what used to be a pretty sane community. And they're doing these drag shows for children. And we have to be able to ask questions of why target these adult events that are over-sexualized, that have men dressing up as women to children. When you ask yourself the question, you should be able to answer that this is an agenda. This is no accident. This is very intentional. And it's very much planned. 
and it is an attempt to create chaos and anarchy and for the government to have control over the children. And if we don't stand up now, we will not be able to stop it. We're already way late on this fight. We're already way late getting into this game. And we need to really understand what the agenda is here and that they are on the fast track and we need to catch up and we need to not laugh these things off and think of how crazy it is and how stupid it is and how silly it is. We need to understand that this is a true agenda. They have come for your children and we need to stand up and fight. And whether or not you have children, maybe your children are grown. Maybe you don't even have grandchildren yet. Maybe you don't have children yet. This is a fight that's going to affect all of us because this is going to be a whole generation of people who are completely dysfunctional, who are completely dependent on the government, who have been put through complete chaos. We have a responsibility here. I know this is hard information to hear. My husband hates it when I share all this stuff with him. He's like wants to put his fingers in his ears and la la la. But this is important and people need to understand what's going on because it's not just in the schools. It's in your local community center. It's in your hospital. It's in your Catholic school. It might even be in your church. And if it is in these places and you see it and you know it, you need to be brave enough to say something. And I guarantee when you're willing to have the courage to stand up and say something, there will be other people who are inspired by your courage because courage is contagious and they will step up and stand with you. So that is my message to you today in sharing all this garbage. At the end of this, I want you to know that we have a job to do and I want you to take courage. I want you to stand up. I want you to get in this fight and I want you to be a contagion for courage and for getting people into this fight, however that looks for you. I've got links to the stories that I've shared with you today in the show notes, and I would love it if you would share this podcast with people in your circle. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time.